Hello, Brennan. How are you doing this evening? You're listening to Cures from the Press Box. My name is Headphone Joe. Uh, Brennan, yeah, how's, how's it going? That was, an, uh, that was an interesting open. You just that was an interesting open. I forget. Hey, Brennan, how you doing? All right. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, uh, it was a twofer. I was trying to get the mic out of the holster, but I didn't want all the... So I was like, let me make noise to distract. Oh, there you go. That's smart. And then there I forgot, go. oh, yeah, I do have the intro of the show as well. <laughs> Wicked smack, kid. I do that sometimes uh, when I go to mics or shows or something. I'll put the mic back in the stand. And I don't even mean to do it on purpose, but sometimes, you know, I'm a pretty strong guy. Sometimes I really put it back in the stand, and then the next mm. comic will come up, and they'll be, like, fussing with it for, like, 30 <laughs> seconds straight. Like, I can't get this out. Just like we're fussing with this intro. How's it going, everybody? This is Cheers from the Bread Block. You're listening to... Uh, Brennan, how goes it? <laughs> I feel like I've been good, man. four times. Already. I'm good. Everything's good. Everything is great. One man show is in the works. Almost excited. done. Excited. Super excited. January, a new low might be making an appearance. Tickets on sale December December first. First December first. Oh, Thursday on my, on my 29th birthday. Look at you. I know. Um, Look at that. Might have to gift you a ticket. Ooh. Well, folks, uh, we're not just going to talk about Brennan's live show. No, that would be. That would be derelict in all our duties with all the sports that are going on. Uh, so, without any further ado, we're going to get into the, uh, the the kickoff, which is where we discuss some of the bigger topics uh, in sports. The big three, as we're currently calling it right now. Hockey, sorry, you're on the outside until these college kids are done bashing their heads together. Um and then we're going to get into the quick hits where we then discuss some hockey and uh, a lengthy World Cup discussion, I, I assume, uh, potentially. Um, but yeah, no walk off because too much is going on. I'm drunk on sports right now. Uh, you could probably you hear sound it like you're voice. just drunk. I was about to say, you can just hear it in my voice. Like, uh, my sleeping patterns have been all thrown off. I know, between the World Cup and then your travel and then all the oh. sports that have been on, you've gotten, like, no sleep the past week. My goodness. I've been topsy-turvy all week. I'm sleeping during the days. I'm awake in the afternoons. It's 5 a.m. I'm watching full rain whales games. It's, it's absurd. Uh, but I'll give you all my breakdown of the World Cup discussion. But without any further ado. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Sorry, Iran. Iran. Um, so, yeah, Brennan. You know what time it is, Joe? How was your Sunday, 1 p.m.? Time of the game of the week! Game of the week! My Jacksonville Jaguars finally, finally creep into game of the week territory. I don't make the rundown. You guys know that. So this is not my doing. Joe thought this was deserved of game of the week. It was deserved to be discussed up top. Yes. Baltimore and can't still can't just say game of the week. Baltimore and <laughs> is playing at Jacksonville. Um, had a two score lead going into the fourth or in the fourth quarter. And then Trevor Lawrence just taking taking the next step, making it look easy out there, lasering the balls around. I wanted to ask you though. So we Trevor Lawrence ends up uh, scoring the go ahead touchdown. We go first initially. We look like we're going to kick it. Then a timeout is called. We end up going for two. We get it. Marvin Jones, then Zay Jones, then game over. Fourteen seconds left though. You know they drive it a little bit. Tucker looks like he's going to make the field goal. Ends up being short only by a couple yards, and it was sixty-seven. When I, when that kick went up though, I thought it was going in. The angle that they shot it, I was like, yeah, that's it. 
That's the that game. That back angle always looks like it's going in. Also, you just have uh, the um, the history of being a Jags fan. Is yeah. like, yep, somehow we lose this game. Yeah, we're going to lose this game. Like Another one-score game that we lose. Field yeah. goal kick, and it's just like, wow, look at that. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring this up, though, uh, because the I hear so much talk about, like, when something like this happens, you hear it on the sports shows and stuff like, see, this is what we told you. Lamar Jackson can't do it. Can't do it. I don't think this is on him at all. This is the defense's fault. They had a 14 point or a two score lead. I can't remember exactly how much it was. Uh, it was close to 14 points. I feel like at some point. Um, yeah, it's weird how. And I mean, I, I can't say anything. I'm uh, one to do it as well. And I will do it later on. Um but we blame losses on quarterbacks. That's just that's just the name of the game. Quarterbacks. I know, but CEO. it's it's just one of those things where it but was kind of frustrating. It's, it's more interesting it's like, uh, with Lamar because every time Lamar loses, it's a quote unquote referendum on Lamar. Like when Josh Allen lost this game last year, no one said, mm, "Josh Allen told you can't win with him. Just that's can't what do I'm it. Saying. Can't pull it that, out." <laughs> that's the point I'm making. Is like when Lamar loses these games. It's always like, oh, this is on Lamar. And then it's like, I saw that stat where it's like they've lost three or this was the fourth game this year they've lost when they've had a double-digit Digit lead, lead yeah. in the fourth quarter. And it's like, that sounds like it's a defense problem. Yeah, all four of their games, yeah. <laughs> all yeah, four but you losses. know what I mean? Like, that doesn't sound like a Lamar yeah, that's not problem. A Lamar. That sounds like a defense problem. It's a, well, I will say it's a both problem. Um, I'd say more of a defensive problem, yes, for sure. But, um the offense needs to they're they're designed to play complementary football and all season long they have not been complementing each other yeah. the the way the offense is usually operated it just hasn't been that way um it's they, weird it's almost like they're on opposite time schedules like when the defense is playing great <laughs> the offense is like nowhere to be found and then when the offense is playing well the defense like is nowhere it's like can we just get on the same page, guys? I was going to say, it's like, honestly, it's funny because it feels a lot like the Eagles right now because, like, the Eagles will start the game hot, get a lead, and then a, a, a team will kind of roar back because the defense is kind of like, you know, I don't want to say, like, taking a nap, but more or less like, hey, we have a comfortable enough lead, and they get gashed for a few but then the difference is the offense of the Eagles versus the Baltimore Ravens, the Eagles then, when punched in the mouth, respond. Mm -hmm. The Ravens haven't been able to respond effectively. I think this game is less of a referendum on Lamar. Like the Baltimore game where he throws the pick in the end zone, the Giants yeah. game where he picks up the fumble and throws an interception. Like those games are like, mm. Bad, a little bad decision making. This one it was like, nah, the Jacksonville just marched down their throats. Like he made a touchdown and they came back and they scored. Like I heard so many say. people saying, like, oh, this was the the next step that Trevor had to take that last, you know, the last couple of drives, blah, blah, blah. Which I appreciate as a fan, but this kind of frustrates me because this is exactly what people were saying after the Chargers game. So we lose that weird game to Washington week one, then week two, we blow the doors off the chargers and everyone was saying the same thing like oh we knew this team had a lot of talent they're taking the next step 
in my opinion, just as a fan, it's like, Whoa. no, this was just, they put it together. This was a good game. We've lost, almost all of our games have been lost by one possession. So it's not like we're getting our doors beaten off. Well, that's the thing, though. I think people are saying, like, that's the step Trevor needed to take. It's the one possession win. Oh, I see what you're saying. Instead it's of the one the, possession loss. It's yeah, the, okay, like the Chargers thing, it was a now. blowout. Like, yeah. he looked great wire to wire, but it's like, And then okay, we blew out the Colts the next you're week, not and then all of a sudden it just. The greatest game and you got to dig yourself out of a hole. And then, like, what, what was it, last week, two weeks ago against the against the Commandos, uh, everybody was like, oh, you see, Jalen Hurts can't pull them out of a hole. And I'm like, did you not see the 50-yard bomb he threw that was then yeah. fumbled? Like, what are you talking? Like, he has the tools. And they're like, he can't do it. He can't do it. And then they beat the Colts. And they're like, okay, he did it. Look at him. He's good. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you guys are idiots. Like, you're not. That is the frustrating <laughs> thing about commentary on sports, especially from positions of people. Like, obviously, I played it, and you've watched it your whole life. And then you see these people who just say things to be hot takey. Well, it, it's also people who obviously aren't watching every because it's hard yeah. to watch every game oh trust me i know that so when i get this rundown sometimes i'm like <laughs> ah shit <laughs> it's hard to watch every game so some people aren't watching every game so they just you know the uh, stat sheet jesus um stat stat sheet Stephen a and then they just run with what they see on the yeah. box score and they don't have the feel for the game, the the actual. Uh, Remember when we used to do that when we first started the show? We would just read like stats. Oh my like gosh. the first episode was like two hours long. Yeah, no, that was a thing. God, we were a lot more right. immature then. But um, I, I think the biggest issue with the with the Ravens, and it's weird, the Ravens are kind of becoming the Chargers of the East. I was the just thinking the same thing. And the reason I say that is not necessarily because of weird fluky losses at the end is more show what is going on with the Ravens training staff like oh I meant it from a perspective of they have all this talent on paper but they just can't seem to put it together what? like Lamar's an MVP okay you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shade a lot of people here but what talent did you see on the field Gus Edwards I mean I love Gus because he played at UM for a little bit but he wasn't our number one running back then. <laughs> That's true. Maybe maybe it's just a perception because it is that purple and black. It's that purple. They have a very Patriots like quality where once the once you see the jersey, you're like, oh, good team. They're rolling out a yeah. good team. They're rolling out a good team. That's what happened in this game when I, <laughs> like just watching it, I was like, oh, this defense is going to make a stop. Like they'll make a stop, and then Trevor started marching down the field, and I go, they're going to get a pick. Like they're this is the uh, this is the defense, and then I was mm -hmm. like, oh wait, this isn't. 2012 anymore like no. this is a different ravens team. ed reed isn't back there anymore yeah um, right. It, it, it's uh and deshaun jackson will be catching 50 yard bombs for the rest of his uh living life um it, so it's like again it's not 2012 anymore deshaun jackson is on this team and is the biggest threat for in a deep pass like bateman's hurt the, every receiver they want was, was like gone. he's still he's still like nursing an injury he so yeah, it's like it's Lamar and the Pips. No disrespect, but it's like it's hey, carry us to victory. And I mean, he almost did it. He got the last touchdown, but then yeah. Trevor and yeah, they just torched the defense. Um, Dougie Fresh, I've talked about it before, and I know I brought it up when we were winning those games. But love that guy. Do you, I sent you that post game thing. Yeah, Victory Monday, love it. 
Well, I was going to say, um, did go on for two. Loved it. That's Dougie Fresh, man. We live and we die by it. I love when uh, you make it, you love them, you lose it, you hate them. Not you, to, oh, per se. No, no, no. But, but how many times have we been on the show and I'm like, we could have won this fucking game. We lost by two points. There's three <laughs> field goals he left on the table because he went for it on fourth down. Yeah. So it's, it's just funny how, how the cookie crumbles. But uh, let's take it back to Thanksgiving Day. Brennan? Yeah. Something's not right in Buffalo. Not at all. It's because all that snow. This game took place in Detroit. Um, something doesn't look right with the Buffalo Bills. Well, and especially that vaunted defense that when DVOA was like a top Very five true. defense most of the season. And then the last couple of weeks, they've just let teams score. Yeah. Teams have kind of uh, been able to operate at will, it feels Are like. Are they still missing their two safeties? Uh, I know they're missing uh, one because he's out for the rest of the year. Okay. Um. I don't remember if Poirier's back or not. I think Poirier is I'm back. I'm going to pull it up right now. He's been nursing an injury on and off. But, um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, Edmonds is out, too. I forgot about that. Uh, Von Miller ended up getting hurt in the game. Hamlin's hurt. So that's Von a Miller thing. went out. But jo- uh, Josh Allen, in particular, like, they're still trying to. Oh, yeah, Micah Hyde it. is out. Yeah, Hyde is out for the whole entirety of the season. Um, 42 pass attempts, 24 completions for 250. It's kind of putrid. Uh, it took until the final play of the game. Like you didn't think it was going to happen. I, I'm a coward. I just want to say that up top in my pick I'm a coward. Uh, this was one of the games I was like, I was like, you know what? I think Detroit can pull it off, but I can't take that risk because I'm a coward at the end of the day. Um, and my cowardice paid off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Detroit couldn't pull it off. But Detroit has a thing of just making some teams look bad. But the Bills just have looked vulnerable in the last couple of weeks to me. It's been the last couple of weeks. Can I be honest with you? I did a parlay where I took the points and all the underdogs. And I not once was nervous about this game at all. Really? Never? Yeah, because... Well, because Detroit was given like six or eight points or something. Mm. So it was already too many points. And then when they came out and started, like they scored in the first quarter and then they scored again and they, like they scored twice in the second quarter, I was like, oh, they're going to just, they're going to hang with the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. They were hanging with the Amon, Bills. That was the uh, Amon Ron St. Brown looked like. Oh, he's fantastic. back. Yeah. yeah. He's he's fully back. I would say he was hurt for a little bit earlier in the season. But yeah, no, he was back. And my fantasy team definitely noticed that. Um, oh, my notice how Travis Etienne went out in the first quarter and then never came back. Oof. Still yeah. won, though. Yeah, that's good too. I won one game, lost one game, lost two games, actually. Jeff Wilson Jr., baby. Best pickup all year. I had to pick him up in one more league. Uh, Samaji Piran. Just sitting oh, on. I was going to pick him up. Literally and I a Sunday pickup by me on, in I one of my up, leagues. I picked up. Still lost that league, though. In Kansas City. And I played against. Clyde's Edward Hilaire went down. Played against Josh Jacobs, who. When I started watching the Muppet movies in uh, uh, for Who Does a Podcast, I was like, okay, I'm good. And then I look back and he scores a 86-yard uh, game-ending touchdown. Uh, that was, broke my heart. Walk off. Uh, yeah, he walked off right on my right on my team. But is there any better weapon than Stefan Diggs? Oh, that's why he was my first round pick of fantasy. No, Stefan Diggs is fantastic. And the cool thing about this, and I know just 
because I have him on fantasy, I was watching this game a little bit closer. Um, the cool thing about Stefan is he has like two catches the whole game. And you're like, what is going on? And then in the, the not the final drive, but the drive before the final drive, the second to last drive, he has like eight catches, 60 yards and a touchdown. And it's like, okay, there we go. There we go. PP, PPR league. So there we go. Say he just pops out of nowhere and he's like, "Okay, I got you, brother. Let's take this." Well, that's one the home. other thing too is it doesn't. You, you can double him the whole game and you could think, "Okay, we're down to the last couple of drives. He hasn't hurt us at all." And then, bam, he hurts you, and you're like, "What the shit, man?" He's always going to get open. There's no, yeah. you don't keep him blanketed for a, a whole game. And I think he's he's Josh Allen's best safety valve. There, the tight end situation is. A lot of guys normally rely on the tight end, and they kind well, of Dawson Knox has work been away from the that. Lineup. He's been in and out of the lineup. He's also been playing with a heavy heart this year because of everything that happened to his brother prior to the season. Um, but yeah, it, Diggs is—I mean, Diggs literally is the, the the line of demarcation in Josh Allen's career. Once he gets there, Josh Allen looks less uh, less stupid, less playing stupid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but man. I commend the Lions. They kept this one close. I thought I thought they could have pulled this out. Um, it looked that way for quite some time. Yeah, I I mean, I wasn't worried about it as long as they didn't lose by eight points. You know who really fucked me? The Patriots. I thought primetime Kirk. No way that the fucking Vikings are going to win this, and I got screwed. So that was that was upsetting. But we're not talking was, about that right now. That was another one. I almost I was like, eh, you know what? Yeah, sure. The opportunity to win like. 600 bucks but I on a $10 bet and I got burnt. Dang. That would have been sweet. Speaking of that Josh Jacobs run, Brennan, Las Vegas Raiders take on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Are the Seahawks done? You think so? I mean, they looked good. They put up 34 points, but this is like two losses in a row now when they were leading the... Um, the NFC West the division. Good point, but I don't know. I feel like there was a lot outside of the defense. There was a lot good to take from this game. Um, like you said, 34 points. Gino hasn't really slowed down. I mean, I thought it, as somebody who's invested heavily in Gino in two of my fantasy leagues, making him my quarterback after having to drop Russell Wilson, who stinks. Stinks. South to Purcell, who fucking laid into it was very funny. My buddy said, "Did you see this clip? Did you see, did you see this? What what clip? This is a there's a clip where uh, defensive lineman is walking like back to did not see the clip. Heard all about it on PTI. Though. Okay, defensive lineman is walking off the field, and the caption I got on Instagram. This was put out by ESPN. The caption that ESPN put out said." Uh, the heated exchange between Purcell and Russell Wilson. So as Purcell is walking to the sideline, starts barking, and then the camera pans, and then you see Russell Wilson just sheepishly kind of taking it. And then, I mean, he basically he, he said what about it to Broncos country and let's ride. As Purcell is barking on him. And I'm like, this is not an exchange. This is one man getting scolded. Yeah. <laughs> this, That's no, not a heated exchange. There's no exchange here. One man is being reprimanded. <laughs> God. But um. Uh. But no, yeah. I, Gino. Gino has uh stayed playing well. Um. Kenneth Walker the third, who came out of Michigan, 
um, has still has looked good for the most part. I mean, two touchdowns, but not a lot of yards. Didn't get a lot get established on the ground. I think that may have been the biggest uh, weakness, just not getting the ground established really much at all. Uh, 14 carries, 26 yards. But um, I think also, I mean, they're playing some better teams. You got to remember, I thought the Raiders were good. Uh, Max Crosby has been showing his ass the last couple of weeks. Oh, my God. I'm mind. sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I actually just am now watching the clip. Just saw the clip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and Russ is like trying to like be like, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah no. Broncos no. country. Let's yeah. ride. No, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's get fired up. He's like, oh, no. He's, you know, I saw this fun stat. Carson Wentz has more touchdowns than Russell Wilson this season. Jeez. Carson Wentz hasn't played since week six. We'll, we'll talk about a couple of those fun facts. That's cheese. That's insane. Though. Um, but yeah, no, I felt like, uh, I mean, the Seahawks are on unsettled ground for sure because San Fran is like nipping at their heels. But that's really the only team to have to worry about within the division. Yeah, but do you think right now with the way Seattle's been playing, and like we said, you know, we were super high on, well, now I'm throwing in super high. We were pretty high on Geno Smith. We knew he was a competent starter. And then he lit the world on fire in the first couple of weeks. And then lately he's kind of cooled off a little, but still had a great game um, statistically this past week. But it's just, do you think the 49ers are trending up and Seattle's trending down? Oh, 100%. Okay, because that's what it feels like. But um, I also don't think it's the fault of the offense, per se. I think it's more so the defense. They have a young defense. Um, yeah. That was the thing I, I was more shocked about uh, was how competent their defense looked um, for most of the season. I was like, oh, wow. Are they – did Pete do the thing where he's been replacing people little by little and just has, like, another stacked defense? And it's like, okay, the youth is starting to show again. You get Yeah, once you on. get to week 10, 11, 12, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. Like, people can see you're still just running cover threes. Okay, let's – Josh Jacob runs for 300 yards – Right up the gut, it feels like. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing, too, is halfway, you know, once you pass the halfway point of the season, your athletic, your athleticism doesn't account for as much because people are banged up and hurt and you're not yeah. as quick off the ball. And so it's like, yeah, all that stuff because you're a young defense, all that stuff that helps you in the first six weeks is not going to help you in the later weeks when it gets cold out and when everyone's hurting. Yeah, where it gets a little more methodical. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, wow. Uh, it was very interesting. That's how the immaculate reception happens. Sorry, are you just seeing that for the first time? Football reference is showing like random clips on the bottom. It just showed it from a different angle. I've only seen it in the slow motion NFL films, uh, cranked. But somebody got blasted, and like the ball fell in his hands. That's how I didn't realize that. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, breaking news for anybody who hadn't seen the Immaculate breaking Reception. Breaking news from a play that happened 60 years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's me breaking down the Immaculate Reception. Only th- the only things, uh, something you can only get on cheers from the press box. Cheers but, um, from the press box. Brett, so the Raiders, let's, let's talk about this from the Raiders' perspective. The Raiders are now, what, 4-7 and seven, it feels like? Yep, 4-7. and yep. seven. And this is the third regime... Uh, where Derek Carr has been involved in. Do you think he survives? I think Derek Carr needs to leave the Las Vegas Raiders for Derek Carr. Mm. Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He's in a toxic situation. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, this is this is they're going to be on after this season. 
McDaniels has got to be out. They're going to be on their third coach in the no, last three McDaniels years. No, McDaniels will not be out. You don't think so? They still have to pay Gruden right now. And that, I know. We talked about this. What was that? And last that week owner, week before? And that owner don't got a lot of money. I know. So for those of you listening, the Davis <laughs> do you, family. Do you forget the Khalil only, Mack debacle? <laughs> yeah, their only investment or their only equity is the Raiders, which is not liquid. So in order to pay well, people now in the, the NFL. Aces. They also have the Aces, too. So. That's true. But in order to pay people in the NFL, you have to put the money into escrow. You have to show that you have the money. That's the problem. On paper, Mark Davis is worth a few billion dollars. But in the bank, doesn't have it laying around. So no. you might be right. He might not be able to afford to pay another coach. Yeah, he can't be paying three takes, coaches. Unless he takes out a line of credit on the team. Um, yeah, Derek Carr needs He's to no LSU. Derek Carr's, a, Derek Carr's a good quarterback. And we've seen it. He went yeah. to the playoffs and tried to play a playoff game with a broken leg. He's a, I would put him as an above average quarterback. I would rather have Derek Carr than Kirk Cousins. Let me say that. Uh, yeah. No, I, Kirk I Cousins is our baseline for mediocrity. So I think he's better than that, which would put him in the good range. Yeah. this I feel terrible for him. This dude loves football and cares about football, and he's trapped in this situation yeah, where can't no sleep one. can't sleep because he has nagging injuries. Yeah. So I, 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 I think for his own sake. And if anybody says, oh, the Raiders finally got rid of Derek Carr, like, good for them. They can move on. They're on high on something because once Derek Carr is gone, that team's going to combust. Yeah, it's going to flounder for a while. I I think he should want to move on, but he's not going to want to move on because he's, like, no, been the face never, of the franchise for so yeah, long. He's never quit point. anything in his life. And and uh, he got Devontae to come over there. And the thing is, they have the bones of a good team. It's just like, it's going to take a while for them to get the things that they're missing, which is an entire defense outside of Max Crosby. <laughs> to me, that's their yeah. biggest weakness. And their offensive line could use a little more help. Their offensive I mean, line, remember, we talked about at the beginning of the year, they, they gutted that whole offensive line, and they actually played pretty well. Yeah. Considering. Yeah, yeah the offensive line hasn't been the... Worst of the issues. It's it's no, the it's the, it's actually the teams that retooled their entire offensive lines that haven't looked good, i.e., Tampa Bay, i.e., oh, yeah. the Bengals. Well, uh, the Tampa Bay thing is like that was a weird injury luck. Yeah, I was about to say it's more like just random injuries. Yeah, that happened to the and like a guy retired. Like, but did that guy retired last year? I don't know. No, he retired when Brady retired. That's right. So yeah, um, all right. I think that was a good enough. Yeah, let's keep it rolling. Got a hard oh, out today, so we're going to keep it rolling. Okay, hard out. Just learned about the hard out. He never tells me. I texted heard. it to you. Don't tell me. I didn't hear no bell. Come, come, come. One more round. Woke up, loved, never looked at my phone after I texted you. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> All right, Brandon, one more round. Hit it. All right. First one we've got is Chicago, uh, New York Giants. The Giants looked great. Uh, White Lotus creator Mike White in there for the start. Uh, sitting uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, Garrett Wilson, they've got a player in him. Scored two touchdowns in the first half. Get a quarterback that gets him the ball, man. He, yeah. That looks kind of um, good. We saw this last year, too. Mike White came in and was the savior. We even named a couple episodes after him. And then White Mike. Yeah. And then after... What was it? Two weeks, three weeks. It was back to like, oh, they figured you out. They have tape on you. But yep. he did it again, man. He came in, looked great. Chicago, uh, they started, uh, what was it? Simeon, Trevor Simeon. Yes. 
because after uh, thinking Fields they weren't even going to be able to start simming, they were thinking they were going to have to roll with the Peterman. That's your guy, man, Nathan Peterman. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been so bad at your job that you're a symbol for racism? That's Nathan. <laughs> Peterman. Uh, so, so. I'll never forgive the Bills for trying that shit. They put the Peterman in over Tyrod. And oh, I was talking about the uh, when Peterman was for, playing for Oakland, and he had like they put him in one game, and he had like seven picks. No, or that no, wait, was that the was Bills. Okay, yeah, okay. And then Gruden picked him up in yes, Oakland. Yes, and, and then he okay, then picked him up. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. But PJ Walker had to play in the XFL anyway. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, so uh, Justin Fields. It was funny. Justin Fields got dropped in our fantasy league. Nobody cares. But then he had these massive. Games. We were talking about this. He had like these massive games, but they just weren't winning. And then he goes yeah. out, and then the Jets blew the doors off Chicago. It was it was not a good look. Um, but the Jets look good with Mike White. We'll see if it can last another week. It's weird they had this pretty decent record for a team that doesn't have really a quarterback That's at all. Floundering at quarterback. They've played three quarterbacks this season. Their defense is so good though. <laughs> That's what that was one of the things I wanted to bring up. So Brennan, I don't know if you know this, but uh, this season Zach Wilson has. One 300-yard game. It was in a three-pick performance against the Patriots in a loss. Mike White, one 300-yard game on the season. Zach Wilson, four touchdowns on the season. Mike White, three touchdowns, one game. Joe Flacco had five touchdowns in the three games he played. Zach Wilson played seven games, four touchdowns, like I said. Uh. Zach Wilson may not be good. Remember when everyone was like, oh, he's definitely the number two quarterback coming off the board? This is, I mean, we might have to. We might he have was to in have. the Lawrence draft, right, with Fields and all them? Yes, we might have to start a race tip jar. This is, this is the white guy who had one good season at a nowhere team that you, you think you got Sam the Donald next Josh play. Allen. He Christian was like, Ponder, Sam Darnold. He was a guys. weird cross between uh, Sam Darnold and Josh Allen because he's at BYU. Super hot mom, though. Not, I mean, which is not like the biggest of the schools, but they're independent. They kind of play everybody. So, but yeah, they're D one. It's, like it's it not. was a one season sample effectively that every, like he had two seasons where he didn't look good, and then he has one season and he looks. Half he looks competent, and then it's like okay, but they're running an offense that's like not conducive for the NFL. Well, and they're, that's the other thing too. Speaking of running the offense, he was in that offense for three years. Yeah, exactly. So, so by the third, by year, the third, he should memory. be good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it it was just like I could have told you he wasn't going to be. I told you Fields was the second best quarterback, and it was racism. Just so unsaid. Just unsaid. I thought it was schoolism. I thought it's because Fields went to Ohio State. Well. We 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 did carry that narrative because I mean that, that Ohio it State, looked like a thing. Talk about that. Later. Well, we're gonna get to that. One right, more Tampa Bay Buccaneers fall to five and six, and they're still leading the division. That's how bad the NFC South is. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. Jacoby Brissett does it again. Jacoby Brissett, not a bad quarterback, very competent. Um, I was wrong on that last year. He looked so bad in Miami. I thought he was. Not, I thought he was. Done, looked so but. bad. Um, he did look so bad. But, but he looked I great think, with the Patriots. I think, I think Miami was so, so bad. I think Miami was so bad. Yeah. Um, That's more of a team thing than a Jacoby. Yeah, that was offensive line issue more than anything else. But, um, yeah, the Cleveland Browns pull it out. Um, now they hand it thanks to, to Nick Chubb. Thanks to Nick Chubb. 
and Jacoby Brissett. But now they uh, pass the torch to a vile, vile person. Um, so we'll see what their season ends up looking like. Uh, I wish they, I kind of, I'm happy they won this game uh, in the sense that I can dunk on my Tampa Bay fans, friends some more. But I'm kind of upset because this kind of keeps them around for the playoff hunt. Do you um, think anyone's going to come out? I'm sure some of these talks are already doing it. Do you think anyone's going to do the whole Jacoby Brissett's been playing well. He's won a couple, you know, he's won like two out of three. Goes back to Indianapolis. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think anyone. You don't pay. You don't guarantee you don't a guy's entire Watson salary. $30 million. Yeah. You don't pay a guy's entire salary to just be like, hey, you know, we're going to ride the hot hand. Um, he's I don't know been back in practice this. the last week or so. Um, so, yeah, uh, Kevin Stefanski should be fired at the end of the season because he sucks anyways. Uh, but, yeah, what? Did I say something? Well, Kevin Stefanski doesn't suck. He's engineered Sorry. Nick Chubb as the leading rusher in the NFL. And as a person who took him in the second round for my fantasy team, I and love That's Kevin gotten Stefanski. him four wins on the season. So. Oh, it's gotten my fantasy team eight, so... Doubled up, look at you. But uh, something looks off about Tom. That's that's one of the things my buddy was telling me. That's something I gleaned from uh, this game. Something's off about Tom. Him and him and Mike Evans specifically. Nine targets, uh, only yeah. two completions. Everything was either underthrown, overthrown. They just couldn't click. It was. Very Mike scary. Evans didn't look like he was running on that final. Did you see that? Final? I'm not gonna lie. A lot of them. He was like, "Yo, Tom Brady." Shit. I was like. I feel like Mike could have laid out on a couple of those. Like, or like, go, like, let's go. Let's there was no on. separation between him athlete. and the corner. I think that's more of a him issue than Tom, honestly. But, you know, that was, that was, that was I, I didn't want to get into it with him because they were losing. And that was a game that no one really thought they were going to lose. So, yeah, I didn't. I decided to le- let laying dogs lie there. One more round. Let sleeping dogs lie. No, I was going to let the dog lay there. The laying dog lie? Yeah. All right, Los Angeles Chargers at the Arizona Cardinals. Chargers barely squeaked this one out, 25-24. They're letting Herbert throw the ball a lot more, obviously. He was 47 attempts, 35 completions, three touchdowns. Uh, Also led the team in rushing, which is a horrific sign. Crazy. I I don't know what's going on with the Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury's got to be out. Kyler Murray only completed 18 passes. Like, How I many attempts? Uh, 29. Hey, that's not terrible, then. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's over 50%, but still, like, I don't know. Um, James Conner had a good game, though, 120 yards. I mean, I'm just looking at box score stuff because, obviously, it's the Chargers and the Cardinals. Nobody watched this game. Uh, Didn't watch the game. Watched the end of the game. I, if you would have said, actually, I, I would have called you a liar. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, watch the end of the game, Brendan. You don't know how hard. I was rooting for the Cardinals to win this. <laughs> Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> because uh, I just wanted to, because it was, it was primarily because uh, Dan Orlowski. So there's been this, uh, there's been this proliferation of Tua versus Herbert. That's been going on since they both were drafted. Tua is having the breakout season this year after Herbert was ordained um, Jesus Christ going into the season. Uh, he was going to win MVP. They were going to win the Super Bowl and all these other things. 
Um, and Emmanuel Acho has been saying Justin Herbert is the greatest social media quarterback. He has great throws. He has big throws. He has a big arm. Blah, 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 but he can't win games. He doesn't win Long games. Calling, hair. This is the same thing that happened at Oregon. Like they couldn't win the games they needed to win. And uh, there are people who have been holding water for uh, Justin Herbert. And they were like, oh, no, he's, like, actually great and has all these angles and it's the team and the design. and da, da, So da, that's da, why da. you want to care, uh, the Cardinals to win. So right as the game was about to end, I went on Twitter and I said I saw Dan Orlowski subtweeting Emmanuel Acho. And I don't know if you know this, but Emmanuel Acho once donned the uniform of, uh, of the Philadelphia Eagles. So I was going to ride with my man, Emmanuel. And Orlowski tweeted, social media quarterback, huh? And it was like on the drive, and it. I think there was like a fourth down play where they didn't get it, and I was like, "Oh, but he can't win game." But then there was like a flag right after that, so they extended the drive, and I was like, oh, "Damn!" <laughs> and then he hits the guy to the touchdown, and I was like, "No." Well, I do, I do agree. Um, but then Acho. I was happy because Cliff Kingsbury lost, and Cliff Kingsbury needs to be fired. Yeah, he does. But I agree with Acho in a lot of ways. But it's also really frustrating because there's this whole movement of like, oh, statistics, let's go with the statistics, you know. And then there's this whole other old movement where it's like, I test, I test, I test. Everyone knows my history with Kyler Murray. You know, Gardner Mitchell was the better rookie quarterback that year. Bet more wins, more touchdowns, more passing yards, more everything. Mm. But they gave it to Kyler Murray because he was the first overall pick. So I understand exactly how you feel about Justin Herbert is how I felt about Kyler Murray for the last however many seasons. Where it's like, I don't think this guy's nearly as good as people think he is. Um, well, my thing is, it's, it's not that I don't think Justin Herbert's as good as people think he is. I think he is damn good. I think people need to slow their roll when they're making him the MVP going into the season. Yeah, this guy, I two agree. years, yeah. hasn't made the postseason. Kind of tails off towards the back end of every season. And then we make every excuse like... Oh, this person's hurt. This person's hurt. This person's hurt. But then just- we're looking at the Ravens, and like you said, oh, this is Lamar's loss. It's like everyone's hurt. The last two seasons, he started the season with his two starting running backs on IR. Both out, yeah. <laughs> like, Yeah, and it's also one of those things, too, with the uh, Herbert situation where I'm sure – I'm sure this has a lot to do with it where uh, pundits look at him and go, this guy could be the next great quarterback. So let me get out in front of this. So I look like the a great genius. white quarterback. Yeah. So they look like geniuses. So they say all these things like this is the year. This is the year. And then they make excuses when it's not only at the small chance that it is the year. And they can go, see, I told you, I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Um, uh, but my Jones, I, I don't want to say put it best, but and the other thing is the disrespect. It's the Josh Allen disrespect for me at this point. I'll explain that in a second. But Monty Jones said, we're not making, it's funny because we're not making a lot of great white quarterbacks anymore. It's a weird thing if you think about, like, since I'd say probably the Christian Ponder draft, there hasn't been a lot of great white quarterbacks drafted. And we appear to have a few now. Josh Allen kind of started the new wave. And then you got Burrow and now you have Herbert. People are trying to put Herbert over Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. I'm like, one guy went to the Super Bowl, and the other guy is a beast. Why are the we trying to usurp them? Yeah, the other guy's been in the MVP conversation as well. Like, yeah, two years like, in a row. why are we trying to make Josh Allen, uh, Justin Herbert, the guy? I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. Like, there's a proliferation of guys. And also, and, and now, and now, and hold on, sorry, and now. 
we're in a world where Patrick Ma- uh, LeVon Mahomes the third exists. So you watch out. He had a son. Can we also day. move on from uh, comparing boy. quarterbacks that run around and get their asses kicked like Daniel Jones to quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson? And yeah, Justin, can we stop and, uh, doing Josh that? Allen. Yeah, Jesus. They're sakes. like, oh, he's a mobile quarterback. It's like, no, he's not. He can move around. He can move around. He is not a mobile quarterback. There yeah. is a huge difference. Well, that's the that's always my favorite thing. Matt uh, Ryan ran for 40 yards two weeks ago. Yeah, that's always my favorite thing where they're like, oh, I mean, they could just design an t- offense for Taysom Hill to look like uh, Lamar Jackson. It's like, do you understand he's not Lamar Jackson? Do you, do you not understand? Yeah, Lamar <laughs> Jackson. We used to watch those Louisville games just because he would torch people. And you're like, ha-ha, this is fun. One more round. Philadelphia Eagles drop a 40-burger on the Green Bay Packers. I called that early on in that game. Um, I wish the defense looked a little bit better. Got 34 dropped on them. Got 34 dropped on them. But it was, again, it's like a weird 34 where I never once thought we were gonna they were going to come you back. You were never in trouble once, in that game. Once we went up at the half, I was like, okay, this is kind of, the game is over. It's going to stay close, but the game is over. I don't feel Jordan any Davis come back? heat. Um, a couple more weeks if he comes back. I mean, a lot of people think he, that may be why they picked up Linval Joseph and Sue because yeah. he may be on the mend a little more long, a little longer than uh, previously predicted. Because that's your guy. You need him for the playoffs. It's weird. He's you know a rookie, but he's in that very he's in that uh, Vea spot. Yeah, he's in that elite class of clogging up the middle and just being up there next to Fletch really helps out. Um, Aaron Rodgers picked up what looked like to be a, a, a rib injury. Um, Oblique, he yeah. was coming with he was coming in with a thumb that was already j- jacked up. But uh, but yeah, the Eagles have one of the most impressive running performances ever known to man. Uh, Jalen Hurts uh, to the to the I'd say to the. Uh, not dismay. What's the opposite of dismay? To the delight of the NFL, uh, Justin Hur- Jalen Hurts uh, etches out Colin Kaepernick in the record books, um, the most rushing yards in a single game, uh, postseason or regular season. Colin was able to hold it for the postseason on what he did to the Green Bay Packers. Jalen Hurts just took that away from him, uh, running for a buck fifty-seven. Um, yeah, the Eagles. I mean. We look good. The offensive line looks great. So happy we have uh, grass instead of turf because Adrian Amos almost took out Lane Johnson's entire life on that chop block. On that, uh, so yeah, uh, Lane was able to get up and you know do his thing. So we look good. good. News. Nicobe Dean has moved up the depth chart. Nicobe Dean. Oh, Nicobe Dean. Uh, AJ Brown. Uh, he's been playing not. 100% the last couple of weeks, and it's been showing in his ball protection. Uh, a fumble last week in the Colts game, a fumble this week in this game. Um, he's getting, I think, I don't know if people have the, the, the book out on him. It may just be like a random occurrence, but he's getting held up when he's fighting for a couple extra yards, and then somebody's coming from behind and punching it out. Got to clean that up, two-hand that ball. Um, but yeah, other than that, Everything is looking good. Hmm. Brennan, the Pacers? Pacers? Huh? What, what is this? Pacers are 12 and 8. We thought they were going to be tanking. We thought they were going to be trading. We thought they were trying to get yeah. Miles Turner and Buddy Heald over to the Lakers. They played the Lakers last night, beat them. 
by one. Close game. Um, I thought the Lakers were turning it around, but Aces lo and right behold. Now ahead of Philly, Toronto, and Atlanta, and the Nets, and the Heat, and yeah. the Bulls. God. They're sitting at four right now. It's crazy. I didn't realize how topsy-turvy the Eastern Conference was because the top three we expected, but then everything else kind of gets weird. It gets wonky. Washington's up in there. It's like, what? Um, yeah, the top three and the bottom two, or the bottom three was kind of what we called. But everything in the middle is all what jacked What a mix up. of like the Hawks and the Sixers. Like something in there. But the Bulls are, are is one of the more interesting things because – uh, Lonzo Ball not being there seems to be the, the biggest thing that they're missing. That point guard, that steady option at point guard. Um, but, uh, but I called this on the Knicks. Uh, they did well in the beginning, but Jalen Brunson, a six-foot guard on a team that didn't make the play-in last year, didn't think that was going to be the real difference maker you guys were hoping for. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Pacers. The Pacers are looking good, man. They, they, Tyler Halliburton. I saw a stat yesterday where in the last three games he has, I think it was like seventy points or eighty points, forty assists, and zero turnovers. Outrageous! 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 In three games, no turnovers. It's insane. I mean, they're playing well. They're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. Um, yeah, Tyler Halliburton is the leading scorer right now. Behind this kid, okay, I I don't know where this kid came from, but one of my buddies had him in our fantasy league, and he's been torturing us. His name is Benedict Matherin. He was the sixth pick. Brennan, yeah. I've never ben heard Matherin? of this guy. Yeah, Never heard of this man. Came ben out Matherin. of Arizona. Brennan, stop saying his name like that. Out of Arizona, Ben Matherin. Brennan. <laughs> he was the number six pick, dude. Brennan. Never heard of this guy. This guy's been lighting the world on fire, averaging 19 a game. Miles Turner, finally, the year I decide not to pick Miles Turner in my fantasy league, he decides to have a bounce back season, finally. Jesus. And Buddy Hill, still good, even though he's like 40 years old. He had a weird. Still good. He's still good. He had a weird. Uh, do you remember that? He had a weird, like, uh, no, birth certificate situation. He I got do. in the NBA and he was like a year older than. Didn't previously listed. Huh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. How scary are the Bucks right now? The Bucks are very scary for the simple fact that we've been harping on. Middleton still isn't back. Yep. Middleton still isn't back. And they're two games back of the Celtics. And the Celtics, boy, they look like a well-oiled machine. Best um, offense in the NBA right now. But yeah, the Bucks look scary. Particularly Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, averaging 30 points, he looks like a man possessed. 30 and 11. Looks like a man possessed. Unstoppable. Luca called him the best player ever in the game the other night after Has a couple good off. commercials out there now, too. Guy's good with commercials. Um, he's gotten past his biggest controversy of throwing down the uh, the uh, the ladder. Um, people oh, have forgotten yeah. about that in a week. I forgot about that. Uh, and and the, the, be- the scariest part is the contribution they're getting from people that uh, some you have heard of, some you haven't heard of. Javon yeah, Carter. Players, yeah. Javon Carter stepped up in moments. Uh, the other day, your boy, Grayson Allen, had 22 at That's the my half. Account. He had 22 at the half. Everyone wanted to cut him for uh, what's his name? Oh my goodness. So, uh, Providence, Providence, uh, Providence's own out of Jacksonville. Providence's own. All right. Um, the West, Utah peaked too soon. Lost eight to ten. 
Yeah, they peaked way too soon. Brennan, we, we knew this would eventually regulate itself. Um, yeah, we knew it was going to come around, but they we, have it took a little longer than we would have liked. Like you're falling on. Uh, yeah, they're falling on their face down to the number nine spot from the number one spot. The Suns have taken over that number one seed. The Nuggets, who have been, I don't know how they've been keeping this together with duct tape and glue. Uh, that offense th- needs to come together. Uh, the thing is, every time I look up, like two people are out because of COVID. Somebody has like an oblique strain, and then we still win somehow. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's yeah. get healthy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is so confusing. And one game, you let the Mavericks drop 127 on you. The nobody played in that game. game. That game, uh, okay. No I was one like, played. that doesn't make any sense because the next Jokic the next didn't game, play. Jamal didn't play. I don't think Michael played. Aaron okay. Gordon might have been there by himself. But, Brendan, that's the stupid thing. The next day, none of those guys played either, and then we win and, by one point. And you held them to 30 97 points, yeah. It's yeah. insane. I, I, it's been an odd season so to start this year so far. Um, just people in and out. But, um, but yeah, no. Uh, Memphis is uh, circling around the top. The Pelicans. The Pelicans are a top three team right now, Brendan. Um, I believe we had this getting CJ, getting Brandon Ingram healthy, getting Zion there. We knew they had the potential to be one of these top teams. Um, and now it's bearing out. Minnesota Timberwolves are actually going to make way for the Dallas Mavericks, who are currently outside of the playoff standings. But Carl uh, Anthony Towns suffered an injury last night. It looked pretty bad initially, but they're saying that it may not be an Achilles tear. Yeah, ex- so. yeah. MRI came back negative. Yeah, so that is good for him. Golden State Warriors are whipping into shape. Um, just Gotta above five hundred. Got to get better on the road. They're like what nine and one on the one and nine on the road. Two and yeah. nine now. They won a second game. Good job out okay. of them. Um, yeah, they're literally the opposite of home and away at this point. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be very interesting uh, out there in the West. The Blazers have come down to earth for a little bit. Uh, the Clippers are. Such an interesting team because Kawhi is effectively at this point damaged goods. I don't think he'll ever be whole. Yeah, he's not even playing. I don't think he'll I ever mean, be he's the playing, same. But it's not like he's not playing like convincing minutes. Like he's just never going to be right. He, at this point, he's just never going to be right. He's it, just out. Zaza Pachulia wrecked his career, just derailed his career, and somehow he still got that championship in Toronto, limping Dang, the entire time. Got paid. Got. Didn't think he was going to get paid when he opted out of that contract. Thought that was the dumbest thing to do. Steve Ballmer backed up the Brinks truck. All right, Brett, it's time for everyone's favorite game. Who's in? Who's out? Who's up? Who's down? Oh, we had a rivalry week for the ages, Brennan. It yes, was did. spectacular. You started off with the Egg Bowl. Um and Lane Kiffin has recommitted to Ole Miss. Uh, they lost by two in this game. Florida State beat Florida 45-38. If you get 45 on your head, I think it's an ass whooping. I don't care what the other team scored. Uh, uh, NC State damages North Carolina's hope, dashes North Carolina hope in a two-overtime game, 30-27. to UCLA beat Cal, which is just funny because as far as I went to Cal. Uh, Tulane beats Cincinnati. And Texas beat Baylor. This is where it gets fun. Georgia beats Georgia Tech. They stomp them. That's not the fun one. Ohio State. You arrogant little bastards. You had the renegade coach there for a couple of years. The man who allowed the murderer in the hole. 
in the huddle. The man who had the angel wings on his huddle. Uh, the man who disregarded uh, domestic abuse and thought you could just prey on it. Yes, Herbert Meyer is not walking through that door, even though you canted for him at the end of that, which is insane. Uh, Ryan Day now has lost two straight games to the Michigan Wolverines. Shout out to John Harbaugh. Uh, One big of them fan. at home. One of them at home. They, they lost this game at home. They lost this game, this game. wasn't a lot. They got housed. This was this was a this was. Uh, Did you Purcell, watch any of this game? I know this you're not was, a big college No, player. I didn't watch a single thing. I this watched was the second half. Purcell versus Russell Wilson. One guy was talking to the other guy, and the other guy was meekly in that conversation. Yeah, I watched the second half at the gym, and it was like after the kickoff, the, the Michigan quarterback like just went on an option and just like bulldozed like three people. And then they had to, they pushed him out of bounds. He never even got tackled. And he's just wow. like talking shit. And I was like, I immediately I saw that play and the score was tied at the time. And I, but I saw that play and I go, Oh, this game's over. <laughs> yeah. The team up North took care of business in the horseshoe. Uh, TCU puts it on uh, Iowa state. LSU goes down to Texas A&M. Brian Kelly, what you doing? You had an opportunity to back the door away into the postseason. Uh, Notre Dame loses to USC. USC, Caleb Williams, Heisman, uh, Heisman favorite, probably going to win it. FU, Notre Dame. I love the love the finger paint. Good job out of you, kid. Also, for the people who are uh, condemning him for the finger paint, he also, in, once uh, 988 became the official suicide hotline, he also painted that on his nails, too, so... You know what? Good kid, a little fire, a little moxie, never hurt nobody. Um, Alabama beats uh, Auburn, who have now signed Hugh Freeze to be their coach. That's a despicable human being. I don't know if you know that. Auburn always willing to sell their souls just to lose to Alabama at the end of the season. South Carolina. It's funny when Spencer, you say it like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty funny. Uh, Spencer Rattler uh, coming out of the woodworks uh, to beat Clemson 31 to 30, the in-state rivalry game. Uh Clemson is officially out of any type of postseason talk now. That's a uh, third loss, right? The uh, second loss. Second loss. Uh, they had that loss to Notre Dame. They should have lost another game uh to Syracuse. Didn't lose that one. They ended up coming back to win that one. But yeah, Spencer Rattler looking really good, kid. Looking really good. Looking like everything he was promised. Yeah. Uh, supposed to, to be. Yeah. Uh Oregon. They were up big. I believe they're up by like 20 up in Corvallis. And the Beavers broke the dam. Ended up scoring 20 points to come back uh, and win that one at home. Tennessee dropped Vanderbilt. That's a non-starter. Kansas State. Yeah, Washington over Washington State. UCF beat USF. That's a, that's an in-state one. 46-39. Ooh, that was a, that was a big one. Yeah, Kentucky All right. beat Any Louisville. movement on the wow. uh, up, uh, who's up, who's down? Excuse me. So, the last who's up, who's down, who's in, who's up, before the college football rankings come out tonight, uh, Georgia stand out. Top four is Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. Who is out? Let's go straight to that. Ole Miss, out of here from 20 to gone. Cincinnati, 21, out of here. Coastal Carolina, 23 to out of here. Who's in? Mississippi State, you're back. Welcome. University of Tennessee, San Antonio, coming in at 23. You're welcome. Spencer Rattler and the South Carolina Gamecocks. How about those cocks? 20 spots in. They're in. The cocks are in. Uh, Biggest drop of the week. 
North Carolina drops six spots to 24. Notre Dame drops six spots to 19. Oregon drops five spots to nine. Wait, no. Yeah. Oregon drops five spots to 15. Uh, LSU drops five spots to 11. Clemson goes to 10. Ohio State drops to five. Uh, who's jumping up the most? You had uh, the Beavers jump up six spots. And you had a bunch of other teams. So it doesn't really matter when there's only a top four. So I'm just going to end it there. That's the last big. Who's up? Who's down? Who's in? Who's out? For the season. We got championship oh, wow. week. Over. Championship week coming up uh, this week. Hopefully USC and TCU can hold on for dear life and not make way for Alabama to get in the back door or Ohio State to back door their way into the postseason. So actually rooting for TS, TCU and USC so we can just keep that as top four and not have any of those other teams uh, interrupt what has been a very fun and wacky college football season. I was waiting for you to say something. You used to say oh, something. No, I just can't believe the season's over. And like I, I already said it, man, Michigan, that they owned Ohio State. In no, I thought you were going to be like, crazy, let's move on. No, crazy, let's move on. And you'll be surprised how quick. And- quick, Neyman hits quick hit. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to start this one first. The Panthers stink. We're not going to be good this season. Five games in a row I felt like I've looked at where we're up to start the game. We're up. We're, we're riding high. And then I look back and we lose by one. Oilers, yesterday, we were up 3-1. I get on my plane. I land. We lost 4-3. Blues, we're up 4-1. I look back. We're down Five four, the Blue Jackets. We beat the Bruins in there, which is the annoying thing because the Bruins are one of the best teams in the league. I get the, back. the Blue Jackets, the Calgary Flames, the Stars. All of these five three, five four, six four. What the fuck is going on? We can't hold on to a lead. We can't hold on to a lead. I'm beside myself. You sound upset. I'm upset. <clears throat> Tampa Bay Lightning are middle of the pack. Uh, 13 wins, 27 points. I mean, we're above average as far as the, yeah, we're definitely above average, but I'm used to seeing us up there in the top three or four, and we are right now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth. So that's not awesome, but it's not terrible. Goal differentials and the positivities plus seven. Um, we're playing well. Not great, but we're You're playing five well. Five in the conference. Yeah, five in the conference, tenth in the league, uh, third in the division. Only behind Boston and Toronto. Toronto We're ninth in the conference. Ninth in the conference. Yeah, currently on the outside looking in. Oh, really? Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But playing well, we'll definitely increase our odds. We're obviously going to make the playoffs. We won two Stanley Cups in a row. Uh, <clears throat> but not worried about it. Still got Stamkos. Still got Coochie. We're going to be fine. All right, British. Joe, I might have to leave you for this World Cup talk. You want to handle it solo, Dolo? You going to leave for the whole thing? I uh, yeah, but like I might have to like. Oh, I didn't even realize we're at the time. We're about ten minutes past the time. Yeah, I didn't even realize. I, I keep forgetting time zone changes. Time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're an hour behind. Do you yeah. want to do the World Cup talk? I'll just say goodbye now. Sure, you say goodbye now. Do all your plugs and get out of here. All right, at Brennan T Comedy on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. I am so sorry I have to leave you all early this week. I had something come I up and then late. Joe and I well and Joe and I get to talking before and then anyway. 
The One Man Show. Tickets are on sale December 1st uh, at Brennan T Comedy. X Drinking Buddy, which is where I'm going to record my other podcast. Check that out. That is why I have to rush. All right, Joe, crush the World Cup talk. Go USA. Go USA. Did you know one of our defenders is from Fulham? Yeah. Yeah. Two Love of our it. defenders. Andy cool. Robinson and Tim Ream. All right. I'm out of here. I'll talk to you all later. And that's why we play the game. All right, then. Well, this is going to be a little shorter because Brennan is gone. I'm going to go. And it's also actually it's gonna be a little short, it's gonna be a little longer. A couple games going on right now. Ugh. In the group A. So fun thing about the uh the last couple of days of the World Cup is they play the last two ga- the last two games of each um group, they play at the same time. That way nobody can point watch because in certain situations you can have a team that they need a tie and two teams don't really need to go for it, and it's like, hey. If you don't win your game, we won't win our game. Bada, bada, boom. But no, that's not going to happen because they're playing at the same time. Right now, currently, even though this doesn't matter, and I'm timestamping this, the Netherlands are up on Qatar. Qatar has not won a single game in this World Cup. This is the first time in quite some time, I believe, the host nation has not won a game. Um, and Ecuador and Senegal are in a 0-0 heat. Uh, Wales will be kicking off at 1 p.m. as well as USA and Iran. Iran, sorry. Um, yeah, the reason uh, I would say, if you're not aware, Tyler Adams got got checked yesterday um, on his pronunciation of Iran um, because of USA's social media uh, account posting the Iranian flag without the Islamic symbol, uh, and this has caused quite a hullabaloo, uh, quite a kerfuffle, quite uh, international espionage. I don't think that's the proper word, but it's caused quite a hubbub. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, Iran and the U.S. have had some problems in the past. Uh, you hear about this? They've had some problems in the past, and this game is just magnified. And that's one of the dope things about the World Cup. Like you got, you're gonna have to face some countries you got issues with: England and Wales. They're there's their neighboring countries. They're both in the UK, but they don't quite like each other that much. Uh, so the US has basically, and by the time you're hearing this, possibly it may be over. Um, but they, if they win, they're in. All they have to do is win their game and they have moved on to the knockout stages. The US has had a very interesting two games. They had a 1 1 draw, game one, that felt like a loss because they dominated that game the entire way. Um, a semi-inferior Wales team. Uh, they should have won that game, but they gave up a, a penalty late in the game, and that's how that one ended. Whereas in the England game, England number five in the world rankings, uh, a top five team in the world rankings, and they held that to a zero-zero draw. Should have gotten a goal that really re- that would have really sent uh, us over the moon, and really re- would have really helped establish us uh, in this tournament giving us a foothold a lot more confidence but a 0-0 draw that felt like a win because it was a team that was quote-unquote superior to us um it's been a very topsy-turvy uh world cup you had saudi arabia over argentina um i believe morocco beat belgium yesterday or not yesterday but a few days ago uh, it's it's really been any person's game. Whoever was out there, it, their games to be won. Ghana beat Korea. 
Um, Brazil, to me, right now, the best two teams, obviously, because they're only two teams who are guaranteed to move on, are Brazil. Even though Neymar is out, um, they seem, still seem to be playing strong with Vinicius up top. Um, and France. France, one of my favorite teams. Uh, one of my favorite teams to watch, Kylian Mbappe, one of the most dynamic players, uh, one of my favorite people to watch play the sport. Uh, he is a stud. Um yeah, those in the way to break down how I root in the World Cup, it's US, then France, then the AFCON nations, then our neighbors to the south and to the north, and then just good football. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to cut this short because uh, I was really hoping for a lot more back and forth with me and Brennan here. Um, but yeah, it's been a fun one. I've been up at all weird hours of the day. Thank goodness there's no more uh, 4 p.m., four a.m. or 5 a.m. games. It was 4 a.m. in the Central. And then I did Thanksgiving on the East Coast where it was 5 a.m. So don't have to do any more of those. All the games are going to be at 9 uh, for these next couple days as people are kicking off at the same time. Uh, yeah, let me... Give you. Let me go through the uh, the tables here and see who I think's gonna move on. Then you could, you know, talk about this at your uh, at your. Uh, so what am I looking for? I was looking for a word. Oh, your cocktail parties. Okay, top of the table right now: Netherlands and Ecuador. I think they both move on. Uh, Sen- Ooh, Senegal could put in. Oh, Senegal just scored. So look at me. Putting my foot in my mouth. I think Senegal and the Netherlands will move on. Boom. I'm just going to say that right now. I think the U.S. and England will move on. The U.S. just needs, again, needs to win that game and they move on. Uh, Poland, Argentina. Uh, Saudi Arabia plays Poland. No. Saudi Arabia plays Mexico. Argentina plays Poland. Hmm. That makes for interesting. So, hmm. That makes for an interesting little sit, uh, situation there because if Poland beats Argentina, Messi is out of here. In Saudi, uh, but then Saudi Arabia would need to also beat Mexico, um, which they can do. Mexico brought in a very old team. They left lost some of their better players, honestly, in my opinion, um, and that is a huge possibility. So let's go Poland. Not let's go, but. I think Argentina will beat Poland because Poland really hasn't looked that dominant. Argentina, Saudi Arabia, move on. Uh, France and Australia move on from Group D. Uh, Spain and I'm going to say Costa Rica. Spain and Costa Rica. They're going to move on out of Group E. Morocco. Who does Morocco plays? Morocco play Canada next? Yes, I believe Morocco played Canada. Yes. Um, I think Morocco is going to move on. And Croatia. Croatia has to play with Belgium. Yeah, this Belgium team has just not, they've just not been it. I'm used to Belgium. I'm used to being high on Belgium. Um, but as I was listening to a pod yesterday, they've wasted their golden year. Kevin DeBron is probably the last person in the prime of his career. Eden Hazard is kind of, a little past his prime. Lukaku's coming in with injuries. He hasn't been what we've expected of him. Um, and their back line hasn't been that solid. 
And I mean, honestly, Canada should have won that first game. They didn't. That was just the difference in quality um, between a couple guys who've been there before and a couple guys who hadn't. Uh, so yeah, I think, but I think Croatia will beat Belgium, if not tie, but I think Morocco will beat Canada. So Croatia, Morocco, move on from there. Switzerland, uh, Switzerland, Serbia. I was really upset. I wanted Serbia to do so well. They tied with Cameroon the other day. Mitrovic from Fulham uh, got a World Cup goal. That was pretty great, sweet for him. But they lost uh, in devastating fashion to Brazil, and now they have to play Switzerland. And I think Switzerland is just a really solid team, and I don't, I don't see them. I can't see them dropping the game outright to Serbia. I, I'd like to be wrong because if they do, that means Serbia will move on alongside Brazil. Um, but right now, I got Switzerland and Brazil. Ghana and Portugal. They're the top two teams right now. Uh, oh, Portugal also is automatically moving on. So it's Portugal, Brazil, and France. Uh, Portugal is also in position currently to move on. Uh, them and Ghana, I think they they will be the two teams to leave that division, making for a very, very interesting round of 16. Can't wait for that to get started uh, sometime next week. So that has been your soccer roundup. Let's go, lads from the US of A. Um, Iran has they, they put a valiant performance the other day against Wales. Uh, it was not even ninety minutes, a hundred minutes of just pure effort and class. They outclassed that Wales team um, tooth and nail from Jump Street, and and it. I mean, they held on and they ended up winning that game two goals late in extra time. It was insane. Um, I had to contain my excitement because, again, it was like 6 a.m. But, uh, yeah, this has been a interesting World Cup, to say the least, um, with all the different uh, well, all the different places, you know, people could put their foot in it for the country, the host country to put their foot in it. They have not really had their best foot forward uh, from the beginning, from the onset. Um, FIFA looks is one of the most corrupt, you know, bodies, sporting bodies in the world. But um, the games, when the games are on, the games have been magnificent. Um, they, the stakes in the World Cup are like none other. Um, if you're not a soccer fan, I understand. But if you are a soccer fan, and or at the very least, you are a World Cup fan. That was my foray into soccer. Every four years, there's nothing like it. Pins and needles for the entirety of the game. One goal can make or break your your country, you as a person, um, because th- the, the, this is like the biggest AAU tournament. Like a guy can make his name and then, you know, some of the top clubs from around the world will uh, take a flyer on somebody or make a move for somebody because they're like, oh man, I've never seen you because we don't have scouts in Senegal and the part of Senegal you're from or the part of Saudi Arabia you're from or Tanzania. Um, but now that you know, you're know you right in front of us, will you like this contract? <laughs> so, all right, that is it for me. I've been the host, Headphone Joe. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. Again, that's Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can head over to uh, my website, joedorville.com. Check out my music and merch under the moniker Headphone Joe, no O, no E, uh, in the phone. Um, dealing with a little stuffed nose here. Too much traveling. Too much traveling. Uh, go over to nulo.co to check out all the other shows on the network. I mentioned earlier 
Yeah, I watched the Muppet movie, the 1979 version. Uh, not none of that new Jason Segel shit. Uh, yeah, we'll be reviewing and ranking that actually tonight uh, when you're hearing this, if you're hearing this on Tuesday. Um, and check out a new low, uh, the big the big billboard show, the, the show that the network is titled after. It's a very fun, wacky, silly show. Um, a lot of good laughs. A lot of good laughs. Well, Brandon's not here. So I've been your host. I, I got to get myself out of here at this point. So that's why we play the game. Hello.